0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay, where we look at world football each week or world soccer, however you want to call it. We've got a lot going on, a lot to talk about, so let's get right into it. First of all, the soccer world, the football world is saddened by the death of Diego Maradona, one of the great soccer players of all times. The Argentinian suffered a heart attack last Wednesday, died at the age of 60 years old. Of course, he is remembered for the hand of God goal that happened during the 1968 World Cup down in Mexico, Mexico City's Aztec Stadium. Argentina was playing England, and it was in the quarterfinals. I remember seeing the goal live on TV and remarking and remembering to myself, how did that go in? Well, obviously, now we know. Uh, Something England has never forgotten, I'm sure, and uh, Diego Maradona will always be famous for that situation. He was a great soccer player. He uh, knew how to move. He knew how to dribble very, very well and he knew how to finish very, very well off the dribble. He was a uh, just a smart player overall on the field. He had great vision, and he knew how to pass. And for his size, he made up for his small size by the hustle that he uh, put into the game. Uh, Diego Maradona, definitely a legend of this sport. 60 years old, passes away at last Wednesday. Moving on now with other news from around the World Football League's Bundesliga team Schalke. Continuing in crisis, last week they fired technical director Michael Reshka and placed players Nabil Bentaleb and Amin Harit on individual training status, meaning that they're not technically on the team at this point. Uh, they terminated Vedad bedad contract as of December 31st at the end of this year. So Schalke trying to uh, recoup losses and cut their losses at the same time and also uh, move on and try to make something out of this uh, this disastrous year for them. Uh, Coach Manuel Baum is still with the team at this point. We'll see if maybe he goes at the end of the year. in a full house cleaning, it'll be up to uh, upper level management. But Schalke right now in sort of a turmoil in the Bundesliga. They are down at the bottom of the uh, table. Speaking of the Bundesliga, Borussia Dortmund has come up with another young talent, and this kid is amazing. Yeah, Erling Holland uh, didn't disappoint anybody when he came to the Bundesliga uh, from Norway. Uh, this kid is named Yusuf Makoko. Now, I know that doesn't sound like a German name. Uh, he is playing for Germany. He is on the German national team. He's all of 16 years old. He was born in Yaoundé, uh, Cameroon, and his parents are Cameroonian. Apparently, they have moved and immigrated to uh, Germany and now have their German um, nationalities or rather status as as citizens. So, Yusuf Makoko. Uh, 16 years old, now with Borussia Dortmund. He has been signed to a contract, and he is also with the German national team. Now, from what I'm hearing through the grapevine, he and American Hio Reyna. You remember Reyna, he uh, made a goal, a spectacular uh, direct kick goal during the Panama game. Hio Reyna and him have become very good friends and are on the same page football-wise. Now, if you got Erling Holland, Hio Reyna, and this kid all on the same page, Holy smokes, look out, Borussia Dortmund's going to be on a rampage. However, you'll find in a few minutes that in the standings, Borussia Dortmund's kind of taking a little step back. We'll see how that all plays out. But in the same uh, token, keep your, keep your ears open for Yusuf Makoko, along with, of course, Ehrlich Holland and Gia Reyna. Borussia Dortmund is on the warpath. A horrible sight on Sunday afternoon. My goodness, this was just terrible to watch. If you haven't seen it, David Luiz... And um, Mexican football star Raúl Jimenez came together in a collision in the penalty box as Wolves was playing uh, Arsenal. It was a corner kick situation. Their two heads collided. It's, it, it, again, it's a very video, uh, difficult video to watch. Um, Jimenez was on the field for about 10 minutes being attended to. He got taken off the field and he suffered a fractured cranium, underwent surgery Sunday night in London, From what I understand from Wolves, he is uh, resting comfortably. He was talking at the hospital before surgery. Uh, So again, they're going to just take their time with him and see how this all goes. Um, They're expecting a recovery. So at this point, that's good news. But it is just a very difficult situation to watch. If you're a soccer player like I was, uh, you just pray that this never happened. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what, when those two heads came together, it was obvious that uh, somebody was not going to. Uh, come out on the on the better end of this. Uh, David Luiz did suffer uh, a cut. His head did bleed. He was bandaged up, and he lasted through the first half. This happened five minutes into the game. Um, so uh, Luiz lasted through the first half, and then he was taken out. I don't understand why he wasn't taken out earlier, but that's not my call. And uh, so uh, that, that and they say David Luiz is going to be okay. So uh, at this point, uh, wow, Rahul Jimenez, great soccer player. He is on the Mexican national team. He is a very uh, important cog in the Mexican national team. And uh, let's just hope the best for him. Great player. Let's hope he gets well and a speedy recovery to him for, for sure. By the way, Wolves did win the game 2-1 to one in that EPL match. Okay, moving on now. Uh, Champions League action from last week. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, there were a couple of games that kind of caught everybody's eye. Uh, Real Madrid went to Inter Milan. And I really didn't expect uh, Real Madrid to play that good of a game. I watched the game, and I must say, uh, Zidane has gotten on some people and rearranged some people and told some people how to do things, and it really paid off. Real Madrid had some of the best passing I've ever seen in a while from Real Madrid. So um, while they were down there at uh, at Inter Milan, uh, Real Madrid won the game 2-0. to nothing. Um, That was a kind of an, an interesting uh, situation because um, – because Real Madrid um, was a, kind of a team that was kind of in, uh, in flux right now. And so to go against a team like Inter Milan, which is doing very, very well in the Serie A, uh, it was a rather uh, surprising situation. Real Madrid coming out 2-0, and uh, they'll be playing again this week as well. Atalanta shutting out Liverpool 2-0 in other Champions League action. That was at Anfield. And uh, Liverpool has kind of hit the skids here a little bit in not only EPL play, but also Champions League play. Uh, I'm sure Jurgen Klopp is, you know, taking it in stride. He does not panic over these situations. And so, uh, wow, Uh, what a game indeed. Uh, Atalanta had five shots from inside the box, and Liverpool had no shots on goal in that game. 53% possession, though, for Liverpool. Kind of interesting these statistics go back and forth. But Atalanta gets the two goals, wins two to nothing. So we'll see how that all shakes out in the long run. On tap coming up this week, we've got uh, Atletico Madrid against Bayern Munich at Atletico Madrid. Hansi Flick of uh, Bayern Munich has decided to rest Lewandowski for this game. No particular reason, just wants to give the man some you know, a break. He's in his mid-30s, so he has uh, seen a lot of action over the years. So Lewandowski will not be playing in the Atletico Madrid game for Bayern Munich. Uh, Gladback is going to host Inter Milan. That'll be an interesting matchup. Gladback, always a, a team that'll give you 100%, and uh, they'll make Inter Milan work for sure. So um, at this point, um, that's where we sit. And um, moving on, also Man City is going to be um, playing Porto, and that's going to be in northern Portugal. Um, Ajax, or Ajax as you want to call them, is going to be traveling to Liverpool to play Jurgen Klopp's team. So Jurgen Klopp's team has no time to rest from that disappointing uh, 2 to nothing loss to Atalanta at home. Ajax is coming in from Holland. Now, this is a good team. This has got a good payroll. They've got some good players. So uh, this will be the way that'll go. Okay, on Wednesday, you're going to have Chelsea at Sevilla. This will be an interesting matchup. Lampard's got these guys playing real well, and we'll see if Christian Plissett comes back into the lineup for Chelsea in that game. Sevilla, of course, always good at home. Uh, they're a very good team, and they're right now fifth in the uh, in the in La Liga down there in Spain. So we'll see how that plays out. PSG is going to travel to Man United. This is the headline game of the week uh, on Wednesday. This will be um, on uh, all the Spanish channels plus CBS All Access. PSG at Man United. Boy, I'll tell you what, Mbappe should be playing in this game, and uh, Man United is going to have their hands full. All these games, by the way, are on all the Spanish channels, TUDN, Unimas, and uh, Galavision, as well as CBS All Access. They start at 12.55 Eastern Time, 11.55 Central. And then 2 o'clock Central, 3 o'clock Eastern on the second game. Now, Thursday, we've got full Europa League action. Uh, Inter Milan is going to be hosting Celtic from Scotland. This will be an interesting game. Inter Milan, of course, sitting atop the Serie A right now. Celtic uh, in second place uh, there in the Scottish League. And so uh, a couple of good teams going at it. Uh, I see Inter Milan has got a a good role going. Celtic has... uh, also, got a good role going. So, this will be an interesting game to watch indeed. Again, this will be on all the Spanish channels as well as CBS All Access. Another interesting game on Thursday in Europa League action will be Young Boys at Roma. Uh, boy, I'll tell you what, Roma has kind of hit the skids a little bit. And they need to kind of get their uh, ship righted. Young Boys is from Switzerland, a good team, good payroll. They've been around forever. And uh, Roma is going to need to get their acting gear. That's going to be at the Olympic Stadium in Rome. Rapid Wien from uh, Vienna, Austria. Uh, one of the two teams in Vienna, is going to travel to England to play Arsenal, Mikel Arteta's team. So that'll be a good matchup. And then Rangers, from the top of the Scottish League, is going to play Standard Lige from Belgium. That will be in Glasgow. So uh, Standard Lige, of course, has the American goaltender as their starting goaltender, and they are a very, very good team. Rangers is going to have to bring their A game. I know Rangers is doing very well in Scottish League right now, but you know what? Standard Lige is also one of the top teams in Belgium. This is going to be a tough uh, test for Rangers, but they'll be at home, and they will feel very comfortable there as well. Moving on to the MLS playoffs, which are on right now. On the 29th in the conference semifinals, New England defeated Orlando City 3-1, and that was in Orlando. Orlando finished the game with a red card, so they're down a man. So New England will move on. Uh, Columbus shut out Nashville in Columbus 2-0 in that uh, playoff game. So the Eastern final is set now on the 6th of December. It will be Columbus hosting New England for the Eastern Finals. Okay. In the West, in the MLS playoffs, the Dallas uh, FC will be traveling to Seattle, and that's going to be a tough match for Dallas because Seattle, as you know, has a great fan base. Uh, They have great support there. Uh, Seattle feels very comfortable in that stadium. Uh, Dallas is going to have their work cut out for them. Okay, 9.30 Eastern time on FS1. That's on the 1st of December. Then on the 2nd of December, in the other Western semifinal, it's going to be Sporting KC against Minnesota United at KC. Uh, that's going to be at 9 Eastern time on FS1. Okay, so got those uh, two games me- uh, set for the uh, Western uh, to figure out who's going to the Western Conference final. And then, of course, those two teams will meet on the 7th. Now, on the 6th, uh, again, it's Columbus uh, hosting New England for the Eastern Conference final. And then those winners of those two games will meet on the 12th uh, for the cup final of MLS. Looking at the playoffs from Mexico, boy, I'll tell you what, the first round really had some fireworks because you had Guadalajara playing America, Chivas against America. Wow. Uh, it doesn't get any better than that because these are two natural rivals in the league. And then they meet in the first round of the playoffs. Well, you know, people were just going nuts. Okay. But at Guadalajara Chivas came out on top, which kind of was surprising. Chivas uh, eliminates America three to one on aggregate. León eliminated Puebla, which I kind of anticipated because León had such a great season. Uh, Cruz Azul eliminated Tigres, uh, that was uh, from Me- from uh, Monterrey rather, and then Pumas bested Pachuca on a one nothing aggregate. That was the first round. So the second round uh, shapes up like this in the Mexican playoffs on Wednesday. Chivas is going to host León, uh, and then León on Saturday is going to host Chivas. Let me make a suggestion to Chivas that they get their work done at home because this is a good soccer team, Leon is. Uh, They're coached by Nacho Ambriz. This guy knows what he's doing. He's got this team playing really well, and I'd suggest that Chivas do very, very well at home before they go to Leon and go into that, quote, lion's den, no pun intended, uh, to play that second game. Chivas hosting Leon on Wednesday. It'll be on TUDN. On Thursday, well, we've got the Battle of Mexico City, or one of the battles of Mexico City that's uh, shaping up. We've got Cruz Azul hosting Pumas. That's going to be, of course, at Cruz Azul Stadium. And then on Saturday, rather on Sunday, we're going to have uh, Pumas at the Olympic Stadium in Mexico City hosting Cruz Azul. This will be a good matchup. These are two excellent teams, uh, two good payrolls, and uh, these, they've got some talent. Uh, a lot of the uh, members of the Mexican national team play on these two teams. So this will be a good matchup as well. So those are the semifinals set for the uh, Mexican League. Uh, Some good action there. That'll be this coming Wednesday through Sunday. Check your local listings for times. Okay, let's go over to Europe now and check those European leagues because we got a lot going on there. There is some great races, and the talent there is just amazing. Tottenham Hotspur continues to lead the EPL. That's Jose Mourinho's group, Uh, 21 points. They're 4-0-1 in their last five games. Liverpool, Jurgen Klopp's group uh, right on their tails, 21 points as well, 3-0-2 in their last five games. And Chelsea, uh, with Frank Lampard, 19 points, 3-0-2 in their last five games. As you can see in the fr- uh, first three teams in the EPL, they're undefeated under the last five games. This is how tough the competition is in the EPL. This is how tough people are you know, making these teams work. Leicester City, right behind Chelsea, at 18 points. Southampton, again, with no payroll, peanuts to work with and this they're in they're in fifth place in the EPL of 17 points just absolutely amazing Wolves is at 17 points as well Everton with Carlo Ancelotti at 16 points he'll get that uh, team turned around Man U at uh, 16 points as well Aston Villa ninth place at 15 points and Man City at 15 points in 10th place Uh, I know Pep Guardiola is going to get that team uh, going right here uh, just very quickly in the Scottish Premier League as we told you Rangers is still on top uh, with 41 points in in the in the season so far Rangers has outscored their opponents 41 to 3 that's an amazing statistic 41 to 3 they've outscored their opponents Rangers is just uh you know making laps around the SPL Celtic in second place with 30 points Aberdeen in third place with uh 27 then Hibernian right there at 26 And then Dundee United has moved into fifth place. And they're playing very well so far. Uh, 20 points in the SPL. Now moving on to the French League. Oh, my goodness. PSG at 25 points. But look at this. Lille continues in second place with Christophe Gaultier there at the helm. He's doing a great job. 23 points there for France. They're just two points out of first place and keeping PSG honest, you might say. Lyon, third place, 23 points as well. Monaco with 23 points. Niko Kovac has got this team believing in themselves. Remember last year when the uh, league started, uh, Monaco was down toward relegation for about the first three or four weeks of the season. And I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness, what's going to happen to Monaco here? Well, guess what? Niko Kovac isn't going to let that happen this year. (laughs) He's got this team playing really, really well. Fifth place, 23 points. They're tied for second. Uh, Niko Kovac, uh, hats off to you. Okay, Montpellier in uh, sixth, in uh, rather 5th uh, place with 23 points. Then Marseille with 21. Rennes with 19, as well as Angers doing very well. Lons at 18 points. And then in 10th place, Brest, which has come up into the top 10 of Ligue 1 since I don't know when. This is an amazing uh, little move here. Olivier Delagio, the uh, coach there at Brest, <laughs> he's got this team playing very, very well and confidence within themselves. So let's see if Brest can keep this moving and get themselves into the, solidly into the top 10 of League 1. Great move by the Northeast French team. They always sit kind of in the middle of the table during the season. Okay, looking at the Bundesliga right now, Bayern Munich at 22 points, which is what we would expect. But RB Leipzig right behind them at 20, Leverkusen at 19, and then Dortmund has slipped to fourth with 18 points. Now, I don't expect this Dortmund lapse to lap, or last very long. Uh, they're a very strong team, know what they're doing. They've got great talent. So we'll just uh, watch them as they uh, straighten themselves out. And I guarantee you here in the next couple of weeks, they'll be jumping back up into the top three. Uh, Oliver Glacier doing a great job at Wolfsburg. I mean, this guy doesn't have a whole lot to work with, and he's got them right behind Dortmund at 17 points. Union Berlin with Urs Fischer, uh, 16 points. Uh, Morton Gladbach, 15 points. Heiko Herlich has got Augsburg. Uh, in the top 10 of the uh, Bundesliga, and they're at 12 points. Eintracht Frankfurt also at 12 points, and then Stuttgart rounds out the top 10 at 11 points. So some surprises there in the Bundesliga, but Bayern Munich continues to uh, to move right along. Uh, oh, I wanted to let you know, back in the French League real quick, uh, Lille and Monaco are going to play on the 6th of uh, December, this coming Sunday. That's going to be an interesting match, because if Monaco can best Lille, they'll move into second place with a solid 26 points. And if PSG only gets a tie or a loss, then uh, Monaco may find themselves tied for first place. So big match coming up Sunday in the French League. That's Lille and Monaco. Uh, Bundesliga's always got uh, big matches coming up, and there's some big matches coming up this week as well. In La Liga, down there in Spain, Real Sociedad, (laughs) Emmanuel Alvacil doing just a great job with this team. Um, He has got this team at 24 points. Um, right there um, at the top of the La Liga. Just an uh, amazing job. He's got he kept his team in the first place since almost the season began. Atletico Madrid is at 5-0 and this week, and they're at 23 points. Then Villarreal at 2-0 and 3. Real Madrid at 17. Sevilla at 16. Cadiz at 15 points. Cadiz continues to stay in the top 10 in La Liga. This is a team that just got elevated, and they are doing very well with very little. Barcelona is right behind them at 14. Yes, Barcelona is down there in sixth place. Granada, 14 points. Atletico Bilbao at 13 points. And then Juan Jose Martin continues to impress with his team, Elche, which, again, is playing with a peanuts payroll. Uh, 13 points They're in 10th place in La Liga. Boy, 10th place for Elche is just absolutely amazing. Congratulations to Juan Jose Martin. All right, Serie A, AC Milan, 23 points. Inter at 18 points. So you've got the Milans now looking at each other. And this, I'm sure, is getting things kind of heated up there in Milan between these uh, fans of these two teams. Sassuolo's at 18 points. Juventus at 17. They're in fourth place. Then Napoli in fifth place at 17. Big win for Napoli this past week. So they shut out Roma in Napoli for nothing. I don't know what happened to Roma, but woo, boy, that, wasn't, that was not pretty. Uh, Verona's right behind Roma at 15 points. Then Atalanta at 14 points. Lazio in ninth place at 14, and then Bologna is at 12 points. They're doing very well as well. They keep uh, staying in the top 10, and I congratulate them now. Big match coming up this uh, Sunday in Roma at the Olympic Stadium, Roma against Sassoulo. Sassoulo continues to impress just everybody in the Italian league, currently in third place, and Roma down there in fifth place. Now, Roma has got to get a win here if they're going to keep themselves up in that top echelon of the Serie A. You know, Sassoulo's got a good team. These guys play all out. Uh, Roma has got some great talent, and Roma needs to save face. So at this point, uh, Roma-Sassoulo is a big matchup. It's this Sunday in the Olympic Stadium in Rome. I know a lot of people will be tuning in for that. So, again, uh, once again, condolences go out from the soccer world to uh, Diego Maradona and his uh, relatives. The uh, guy was a great superstar. I was uh, sad to lose him this past week. That's all for Kicks and Dribbles. Thanks so much for tuning in. Lauren McClay is, of course, our technical producer. John Dang handles our sound. DC McClay is in our ideas department. Again, thank you so much. Keep washing your hands, folks, and keep social distancing six feet apart. We've got to get this uh, virus and pandemic uh, out of our lives because we need fans back in the stadiums and we need to get the soccer back up on the level that we had it before where it's really exciting and everybody's waving flags and singing and everything. So let's get... uh, Let's get our hands washed and our uh, social distancing. Let's keep it up at six feet. Uh, Vaccines apparently are on the way, so it's hanging there just a little bit longer, okay? Thanks so much. Have a great week, and please don't let yourself have too many yellow cards.